the school is out. Which means it's time for Hi Kids. Good afternoon and welcome to the Hi Kids show. This is Hi Kids, Small Kids, Bye Kids. My name is Rio Emmerman and I'm eight years old. So coming up on Hi Kids today, I'm going to be speaking to Ken Nakar. He is a civil engineer. What is a civil engineer? Just stay tuned to 101.9 and we will find out more about them soon. The SMS number is 34519 and it's charged at 1 Rand 50. You can send me a telegraph on 061-895-1019 and please don't forget to sign your name. You can also call us on 010-140-3020. I repeat... Oh, I know. One, four, oh, three, oh, two, oh. Get ready for a very interesting show on Hi Kids today. You're listening to Hi Kids on 101.9 Hi FM. This is Hi Kids, Ball Kids, Bye Kids. My name is Rio Emmerman and I'm eight years old. Good afternoon, Ken. Good afternoon, Rio. How are you? Good, and you? Fine, thank you. Let's start with the questions. Sure. What is a civil engineer? Okay, Rio, um, as you know, engineering touch every aspect of our life, from the water that we drink, the houses we live in, the electricity that we use. Basically everything. Basically everything that we see every day. And civil engineering has to do with um, things that you build, like roads, houses, shopping centers, but even factories and ports and airports. So that's a civil engineer. Yeah, a civil engineer is a person who designs those structures to be able to stand and to be used by people. Okay. What do you need to study to be a civil engineer? Well, firstly, you have to finish matric and you have to take mathematics and sciences so that you can then go to university. And then at university, you have different courses. Um, and to become a civil engineer, you obviously have to take the engineering course. And that takes up to four years to study. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's a long time. I can hear you have an accent. Did mm-hmm. you study in South Africa? I did not. And that's very perceptive of you, Ria. Um, I'm actually from Israel. I was born and raised in Israel. And I studied in Haifa at a place called the Technion, which is a, um, it's like a, yeah, it's like a university and it's a university for technical things like engineering. Tech. Tech. Yes. Yeah, I like a tech. Is a civil engineer, is civil engineering creative? Well, that's a good question. Um, we work with creative people like architects. Those are definitely creative. But where we have to be creative is in finding solutions. Because what we do is basically solve problems. And sometimes the best way to solve a problem is to be creative. Okay, so there are or there aren't? Yeah, well, I would say there are. It's not creative in terms of colors and making things look pretty. But it's creative in terms of uh, finding the best and the cheapest or... Maybe just the easiest solution for something. Okay. What is the most important lesson you have learned in your life? <clears throat> wow. That's a very deep question. Um, I would say 
that the most important lesson I learned is to be honest and to cherish every day. Where did you learn that from? I learned that from my kids, actually. (laughs) So I have two kids. As you know. What did they do? Did they just inspire you when they were born? Well, they, uh, when they were born, and we, you know, and, I, and they've grown up now. Um, Lucy's 11 and Noah is 15. But they've taught me that it's very important to see every day and appreciate it and, um, and make the most of it and to be honest because honesty is very important. Okay. What is your favorite part about your job? My favorite part is being able to, at the end of a project, when when the building is built and it's all nice and it's all clean, to walk into that building and look around and go up the lift and go up to the roof. And see what it actually looks like. And to see and to say, wow, I knew this structure when it was just ground, when there was nothing else nothing there and now look at me I can walk around in something that I created that I designed and that is the best part of my job okay so that's why you chose to be a civil engineer yeah pretty much so because I had other options for engineering I could have been any other engineer okay who were your role models growing up um my first role model was my father really actually yeah I don't know if that's the same for every kid, every every boy that grows up, but my father, who's also an engineer, but a different one. He's an electronic engineer. So he does electricity? Yes, exactly. And uh, he was actually my first role model. And then afterwards, I had various um, teachers that became my role models for a while and um, uh, and people that I worked for, my bosses. They were my role models when I was working for them. And then, when you went now? And now, <clears throat> uh, yes, now the, the, there's a, um, a couple of engineers that I look up to, and uh, even some artists, actors that I look up to. Like my mom? Yeah, like your mom, like my wife, your mom's friend. Did you have any pets? I always had pets. I love animals, and I always I grew up with pets in the house all the time. What were their names? Oh, my first first pet. I was probably one years old. I don't remember, but it was a little cocker spaniel called Shushu. But now I've got four pets in the house: two dogs and two cats. What are their names? Um, The dogs are Rango and Zorro, and the cats are Morpheus and Lily Cat, Tiger Lily. Lily cat? Yeah, lily cat. That's what we called it. Tiger lily. What did you want to be when you were growing up? Funny enough, when I was growing up, I wanted to be a dentist. Why? I don't know. I thought thought that dentists make a lot of money. And um, (laughs) I thought that it would be fun to be a dentist and to pull people's teeth out. But they don't always pull people. No, not always. <laughs> and I think, uh, you know, I used to eat a lot of sweets when I was small, and I had a lot of cavities. And I used to see my dentist at least 
four times a year. So that's what I wanted to be. But then when I grew up, I So basically up. you didn't want to be a dentist when you grew up because you realized that they don't pull teeth all Exactly. <laughs> Has anything embarrassing ever happened to you? Um, yes, but I'd rather not talk about it. <laughs> Why not? Because it's embarrassing. Yeah. I embarrass myself on a daily basis. Every day I embarrass myself. <laughs> you also have ex- an experience in building theatre sets. How does a civil engineer get involved in making theatre sets? Mm, by marrying a theatre director. <laughs> That's the best way. So, Sylvain, who's my wife, is a theatre director, you know, and a theatre maker. Yeah. And... Um, Often I would get involved in her plays and design little structures that are sets for for stage. I'm in a play now. Which one? Annie at the People's Theatre. Wow, fantastic. Are they are and you rehearsing did, now? And did the civil engineers um build that? Of course. Build the sets on that. Yes, well civil engineers firstly build the theatre mm-hmm. that you're in. And uh and Probably not civil engineers, but uh, technical designers build the sets. Stuff and civil like engineers, you know, if there's something very important, like if you're standing on a platform or if you've got things that are hanging up from hooks, then a civil engineer... Like the engi- thing, like if you come down like you're flying angels. Exactly, like a flyover <laughs> or like stairs, then sometimes we a civil engineer... We have nothing like that in that. Annie, because it's Annie. <laughs> what do you mean? Annie has nothing to do with flying angels. No flying angels. <laughs> <laughs> what do you play in Annie? Molly. Wow. That's a wonderful role. And when is it starting? When can we it's come see it? It's actually nearly finished. Oh, and I must rush to the theater and come and see it. It finishes on the 4th of August. Oh, okay. I'll be there soon. What kind of child were you? I was an outdoor child. What I does that mean? lived outdoors. I didn't live. I didn't stay in my house. So you just went I, outdoors yeah, whenever you had the chance. Whenever you just there wasn't rain, I would be outside, and I loved so running and I loved school, cycling. When you had, when what happened when you had break? Did you just run outside? Yeah, absolutely. So growing up in Israel, before you went and got even set up, you just ran. Yeah, no, that's how it was. <laughs> as soon if there wasn't rain outside, I'd be outside. Even if there was rain, I'd be outside. Yeah. I didn't like being. I inside used to dance house. in the rain. Yeah, that's the best part. Who is your most loved person in your life and why? There are three most loved people in my life. Who? And they are my family, my lovely wife and my kids. Do you have two kids? I've got two, as I said, Noah and Lucy. And uh, they are the most precious human beings in my life. Okay. You're listening to Hi Kids on 101.9 Hi FM. I'm doing the second. This is Hi Kids for Kids by Kids. My name is Rio Immerman and I'm eight years old. Now let's carry on with our questions with Ken. What is your dream job? Um, my dream job is what I'm doing now. Really? Yeah, that's what I'd like to do. Um, but I think maybe when I stop doing what I'm doing now, when I'm stop, when I stop engineering, um, I would like to work in a kindergarten. 
Why? To be a teacher. Yeah, yeah, to be with kids. What has been your favorite theater set you have designed and why? My favorite, favorite theater set um, was for a play called Coupe. And what it was... What's Coupe? Coupe. Coupe is a name given to a compartment in a train where you can sleep on the train. Have you ever been on one of those trains where you can sleep on the train? No, because no? I don't think I've ever been on a train before. Oh, but that's such a wonderful thing to do. Actually, I think I've been on a little steam train, but there was no place where you could sleep. No, no, not if it's a, it's a short ride. Why was These it are for coupe? long rides. They, were, they called it coupe because it was actually half of a, of a compartment. So a normal compartment sleeps four, two on one side and two on the other. And a coupe in French means to cut. And it's actually cut in half so that it sleeps only two people. And they sleep one on top of each other, like in a oh. bunk bed. And so I designed a set for a play called Coupé because it was set in a train compartment. Oh, okay. And the, tr the set looked like bunk beds with windows. And those bunk beds turned around on themselves. They rotated on themselves. And every time you rotated them, you could change the bunk beds to suddenly a table where you could sit and eat. Really? Yes. In a set, and that was my favorite set. In Annie, we, there's, there's like, it's, the whole thing's black. The whole stage is black except for the sides, mm -hmm. which are like brick, which are like, are designed to look like bricks. Like a wall. And then there's like, um, white windows. And in the back, there's like painted the shadow of the set of New York City. So it, it looks like you're in a house and you it can like look you're, outside you're the window. You're in an orphanage. Oh, in an orphanage. And there's like, there's like um, these things that, like rectangles that go high. We use them for lots of stuff. We use them for beds, uh, for the orphans. We use them for desks. That's very nice. Like so, that. so, you, so you take one thing and sometimes it becomes a desk and sometimes it becomes a chair. No, there's like, um, it's that little little black things like that boxes. stay there they just mm. they're not boxes they stay where they are and then when we change scenes we like move things off and put things on right so it's a desk so they the two's on the sides the one is all the one is mostly a desk mm -hmm. otherwise it's nothing it's just a place yeah and the other one and the other one on the other side is a desk and a bed for me. And tell me, is it only the, that one set, just the brick wall and the orphanage, or does the set change to something no, else? No, and then not exactly, just things come down and up, but it stays with the brick wall and the windows. Right, right. There's pillows that come down when it goes into Mr. Warbucks' mansion, and there's a sign that says Roxy when it goes onto the street. And uh, they, right. And they go into the Roxy. Yeah. And there's a laundry line. Hmm, what's the laundry line for? And signs is... Sands, just okay. for on the street where Annie's on the street and she finds Sandy. Yes. Things come down and up all the time. Okay. And do you use a real dog for Sandy? Nope. No. Is it going to be an actor? Yep. <laughs> that must be fun. Tell us about the Fortune Cookie Theatre Company. You should say Cookie, Fortune Cookie Theatre. <laughs> <laughs> the Fortune Cookie Theatre Company <laughs> is a theatre company that was created by. Um, two friends, uh, Sylvain Strike and Brian Weber. And um, they decided to 
start making and writing and creating their own work, their own plays. And um, I joined that company as a set designer, and um, and we've been making wonderful plays for more than ten years now. Ten years. More than fifteen years even. Wow. Yeah. How are you involved? So as I said, um, I'm involved mostly in designing sets um, for those plays, but also in doing all the financial things like budgets and... Stuff uh, like that. Yeah, financial stuff, you know, that you have to pay actors and you when have to you rent spaces. When you were on stage in Annie, when we were practicing... I was in Cinderella before. When I was practicing in Cinderella, which is which was also at the People's Theatre last year, mm-hmm. they they hadn't put the set fully done in the when we came when we went to auditions. They hadn't done anything yet. It was just a stage from Alice in Wonderland, the play before. So and then when I came back for rehearsals because I'd got in, there were three auditions and we didn't really go onto the stage in the other auditions. And then that's that's all that we did, and then that's only three auditions. And then we, when we went to rehearsals, it still wasn't fully done, but it wasn't exactly Alice in Wonderland stage. Yeah, they've started changing it already. Yep. Yeah, sets take time to build, you know. But you it was only like a week, and then we went to rehearsals. Hmm. Especially those big sets, um, like at Monte Cassino Theatre. Yeah, Demi, my friend Demi was in Monte Cassino in Monte in Sound of Music. Now, that's a massive theatre, isn't it? Yeah, they, had, they have stairs. Yeah, and the stage moves. Did you see how the stage goes up, goes up and down and back? Do you know that yeah. it moves? Uh, By the way, that's also for engineers to do. Wow. Yeah. What was your first job? Um, as an engineer or just before that? What like even even if you were in like grade seven and you were on if like anything. Okay, my first job was playing a piano at a restaurant. Really. And I was sixteen years old, and I lived in Pretoria at the time, and uh, I got a job to play um, on a Saturday night at a restaurant on a piano because I played piano. And do you I, still play piano? Yes, I do. I love playing piano. Even though I'm not learning how to play anymore, but I play just for fun. Okay. Did you go to the Israeli army? I did, Rio. Um, I, when I was 18. Really? Yeah. But were you, were you just in the army? Um, well, yes. I was, I was um, actually a, an instructor. Do you know what an instructor is? So you weren't exactly in the army. I was in the army. and oh, I was, so you uh, fought in the army. I, I tried not to fight. Um, <laughs> so I don't, you didn't I don't really, like but fighting, you were supposed but to. I did, you know, but I did my military service, as um, all Israelis have to do. Um, but what I did was I was instructing other soldiers how to do things. I taught them. Okay. Did you actually fight? Unfortunately Unfor- not. So you didn't. Mm, fortunately, not. I don't. I don't see myself being able to. Okay, that's luck. To fight. That's luck. Yeah, it was lucky that I didn't have to fight. What was the hardest part about being in the army? 
The hardest part about being in the army in Israel is that it's a three, you know, you have to go to the army for three years. Really? Yeah. It's three years long for boys and it's almost two years for girls. And during those three years, it's like a job. You can't do anything else. You are now working for the army and you can't go and study. You can't go overseas. Um, I interviewed someone from the army. He 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 was in the army in South Africa, yeah. and he he was he wasn't he was like kind of an author because he wrote in his spare time. Did you get spare time? Yes, you do get spare time. Um, you don't get to go home very often. You only get to go home once every two weeks. Like a, as a holiday for the weekend. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but you do get spare time when you're there because your nights are usually, if you're not on guard or doing anything at night, then they're off and you, you get lots of spare time. Okay. You get like 12 hours of spare time. Or do you get less? You get six hours sleep. Oh. Uh, That's it. <laughs> as a civil engineer, do you work alone or as part of a team? Um, so as I said before... We work as a team. Firstly, in our engineering office, we work as a team. So I would be an engineer, and then I would have people that assist me with drawings and um, and, and like on if, side. if something wrong, like with the structure of the building, if it's going to fall down, someone can help you. Someone comes in and helps. Oh well, yes, yeah. We call that a design review. So when we review each other, I ask someone to check my work, and they'll ask me to check their work. But also as as engineers, we work with a whole lot of other consultants, other people. Like a building company. architects that design the the shape of the building, like with your um, water engineers. Yeah, with for the water ele- electricals, yes, for the water pipes and for the electricity of the building. So we work with wonderful, very talented and very clever people. And we all put the the building together or the road or the factory. We all, we all work together to put it, uh, to design it. Cool. What is your favorite book or movie and why? Um, I think I'll start with, with the movie. My favorite movie that I can think of now, right now, is Jungle Book. Why? Um, firstly, because I told you I love animals, and it's a, it's a story about animals. Um, and I love the wild. I love things that are wild, like a jungle. And um, I love the character, Mowgli. I think he's a wonderful character. He's the boy. The boy, Mowgli. Okay. And your book? Um, you know what, Rio? Off the top of my head, I think the favorite, my favorite book is... Um, I like sci-fi book, science fiction. Sci- you know what science fiction books yeah. are? Hmm? Like science or fiction is fantasy and science... We all know what science is. Yes. So one of my favorite author, authors is um, Douglas Adams. 
Why? Because he writes the science novels. Yes, and he writes science novels. So I like his books very much. I like Greek mythology books. Really? What are you reading now? Percy Jackson oh, and yeah. the Wild Magic Trilogy. Yes. He got on the Raggedy Witches. Mm, those are wonderful. The first one. Every so often I go to exclusive books with my mom and I choose a book. I've got about a million books to read right now. That's a fantastic thing to do. I really love reading. And I've been reading since I was small. And you know what? Every night I still read a little a chapter at least. I also read a chapter. Yeah. But yeah. if it's a short chapter, I read more than You read chapter. more than that. You're right. And do you sometimes find that you, if the book is very interesting, you just carry on reading and reading yeah. and reading and you can't the, stop? And sometimes when this book is a bit confusing and all these weird names, like The Neverending Story, Atreyu and Falkor, yeah. you get a bit bored in the beginning and then you... Yeah, you just have you to want push to through. stop it, and then you come. You want to just stop, and then when you get closer and you get to know the names better, then it's easier to you read. You can enjoy the book. Mm. And also, some nights, the, book, the chapters are so interesting. You know, when they end the chapter, the most interesting part. Um, yeah. 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 No, but it's great to read, and it's wonderful that wonderful that you're reading, um, because reading, I find also helps you to write things by yourself and helps you to talk. Like, I find that you speak so beautifully. You express yourself so well. And I'm sure it's mostly because you read a lot. Thank you. Well done. How long did it take you to get your degree? Mm, The civil engineering degree. Yeah. In where I studied in Israel, in in Technion, takes four years. Four yeah, long years, yes, that's right. Do you have any breaks? Yes, so you do get term breaks in between. And you like school? Yeah, something like school. I think the um, in Israel the main break happens in summer from July to um, September. It's like a, a long summer um, break. I, if yeah. I was in Israel, I would probably have my birthday over the summer break because... In August, my birthday's at the end of August when spring starts. Well, yeah, then maybe you could have your birthday right at the beginning of September. Yeah. So just delay it a little bit, and then you can have your party in September. But, yeah, I know I had friends whose I'm birthdays were in July and August, I'm and they never had their birthday parties. on the 26th of August. Can I, am I invited? If you want Is to Lucy come. Is Lucy invited? Yes, definitely. Then we'll be there. So you can come. Thank you. Have you ever been interviewed before? Um, yes, I have. By who? By a TV network in Brazil. Okay. I was doing a very special I wish martial I could arts. Go to Rio. Oh, of Rio in Rio. Yeah, that's why <laughs> I want to go to Rio. <laughs> Definitely, I think you'll confuse them though. Yeah. Eh? They'll ask you what your name is, and they'll say, "No, not where you are." <laughs> I'm like, my name is real. <laughs> what do you like to do on holiday or, or weekend? Um, holidays, I love, I, I really, if it's a long holiday, then I'll try and go to the sea. That's what I to do. The, I go to, to Plainburg Bay on the December holidays. Yeah, yeah. I always go to Plainburg Bay with my family. Yeah. And uh, this year my cousin from America might come. Fantastic. And you're going to go together? Yep. Is this in December? And her boyfriend. Ooh. She's got a boyfriend. How mm-hmm. old is she? 
your cousin? I can't remember. Is he is he younger or old? If you if you want to say old like grandpa, I'm not going to say that. Definitely not that old. I think she's like twenty or something. Oh, okay. All right. And you're going to play it. And she's. I think she's finished university, so she's about twenty, twenty-three, twenty-four. I don't know. Yeah. So that's what I like to do on holidays and on the weekends. Have you traveled a lot and and where too? Ah. Um. I think I. I don't know if I, I traveled a lot, but I have traveled. Um, so I mentioned Brazil. Yeah, you mentioned Brazil. Mm. And, um, Holidays, of course. Well, I was doing a very special martial art when I was younger called capoeira. It's a Brazilian martial art. Have you heard of it? Mm, but I do no? karate. Yeah. So it's very good for your body. Eh? And Hugo used to do jiu-jitsu. Yeah. But so he doesn't do it anymore. Doing a martial art is, is good for your body because, it, you know, it, it tones you and it sharpens your senses and your body. Yep. And I was doing one. And so I went to Brazil to learn how to do that martial art. But I also went on holidays to America and... Yeah, holidays don't really count because... Mm, I think they count a lot because those are the memories that you always have. Yeah, but what I mean as a civil engineer. Ah, okay. So as a civil engineer, I worked in uh, Nigeria. Do you know where that is? Mm, have absolutely no idea. No, it's, um, <laughs> it's in the northwest of Africa. Or Midwest of Africa. Uh, it's an African country. And I worked oh. there for a, uh, for a year. And I also traveled to Mozambique. You know where that is? Mm, yeah, it's right close to us. I have and no clue where anything is. Okay. <laughs> well, maybe next book I buy you will be a map book. Cool. An atlas. What is your favorite animal? Without a doubt, a dolphin. Why? I love them. I think they are fantastic. I like cats. Cats Especially are wonderful. Especially Harley. Oh, your cat. Mm. Mm. I love cats. I love but dogs. But she thinks I love she's a dog, so she's more like a dog than a cat. Mm. But I think in the wild kingdom, which one would be your favorite? In the wild animals. I don't exactly know. Maybe a tiger or maybe a leopard, because mm. I've seen a leopard before. Have you? Where? In Angolala. Wow. And it's just like a big cat, isn't it? Yeah, in the night. So I didn't get much photos. The ones that I took were blurry. I see. Okay. It's, you're still sticking to cats. Small cats, big cats, you like cats. Yeah. Okay. Thank you for coming on Hi Kids and teaching us more about the awesome work you do. Thank you so much for having me, Rio. A pleasure. This has been Hi Kids, for Kids, by Kids. My name is Rio Emmerman and I'm eight years old. Thank you to my guest, Ken, for coming on Hi Kids and thank you to my producer, Mandy, and DJ Flo for pushing the big red buttons. Join us tomorrow for another Hi Kids show. Goodbye, kids.